Shepard and Kathy Gruber, Fire and Earth, giving you the keys to unlock your limitless potential. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Fire and Earth podcast. I am your co-host, Kathy Gruber. And I'm Jason Mefford. And today we have Catherine Gillette with us, and we're so excited to get into our conversation today. So welcome, Catherine. Thanks, thanks. It's really great to be here. So why don't you tell our listeners and viewers a little bit about yourself, about what you do. Um, I can't wait because I was just on your show and uh, very excited. So I'm uh, the creator of The Hero Method. And what that's all about is helping entrepreneurs find the words to, you know, to talk and write about what they do in a way that, as I put it, gets a wow instead of a huh. Mm-hmm. Um, too much, too many times or too many entrepreneurs really have trouble talking and writing about what they do in a way that really grabs their audience's attention and gets them, you know, leaning forward and saying, oh, that's interesting. Tell me more, which after all, initially is all we really need to do. Um, we need them to be interested and intrigued and want to know more. And then that authentic conversation can begin, whether it's in person or, or on the web, that's really what we need to do. So Hero Method does that all the way from the initial introduction, all the way to loyal customer. It's about staying connected with them in, a, in an authentic human to human connection rather than uh, you know, marketing communication. And that's, it uses the hidden powers of story to do that. So those are the kind of the unique things about the hero method. All right. I, I love this, especially in this day and age where we are trapped in our homes, we are trapped on Zoom. This has become communication. This has become that relationship. Um, and we had uh, a, a guest on ages ago who talked about story and how he weaved story into like corporate conversations and things. And it was a fascinating conversation. So what is your background that got you to this point? How did you come up with this? Well, um, I was, I've been, actually, I was really inspired by Joseph Campbell's work when he first did, I don't know if you're familiar with the Power of Myth interview with Bill Moyers. So that, that pretty much changed my life because that's when I decided what I was going to do is follow my bliss and not do what I was supposed to do. Um, and not do what they thought I should do and, you know, what my family thought I should do and all of those kinds of cultural pressures. And so uh, that's what I've been doing ever since. And initially what that meant was it was this light bulb moment. Oh, I'll write a historical fiction novel because I was also an amateur historian. I was the Elizabethan historian for Britannia.com at the time. Wow. And um, so what, but my problem with historical fiction was, and still is, it tends to be long on fiction and very short on history. <laughs> yeah. And I, I actually personally think it's an ethical issue. Like if you're going to, I mean, you don't have to be an expert, but read three books on the subject and then write your novel, you know, yeah. then because it, it's, it's your, people think they're learning history, but they're not. So yeah. that was my... I was on a mission to write a historical fiction that was engaging and historically accurate. So I used, I took the, the dry bones of, of history. It's, a, it's basically about this uh, Francis Drake's circumnavigation of the, of the globe, this adventure that he went on. And I used the mythic motifs of the hero's journey, the mythic motifs and archetypes of the hero's journey to be the foundation of that story. So the fictional, the only fictional character in the book is the hero who goes on this adventure. So we see this, 
we meet Drake and everybody and have this adventure through his eyes. So that started that. And then um, what I was doing to pay the rent, so to speak, at the time was I was, I, I already had uh, Duncus years uh, experience in marketing. So I was writing copy for, for corporations at the time, doing messaging and branding work and that side of thing as a, as a consultant. So I've realized, you know, if I could bring the dry bones of history to life using the mythic um, motifs of the hero's journey, maybe I could do that for my clients. Uh, my clients at the time were, were tech companies and that tends to be kind of a dry subject for, for many folks. And so that's how the hero method was born to really use that as a foundation for messaging and storytelling for companies. And uh, so, yeah, that was about 10 years ago that I first, you know, was kind of had that aha moment about the hair method. Well, so that's really cool. And it's, and it's, it's only something that a hundred percent of entrepreneurs could use, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, you know, cause, cause it's, um, you know, like, like you're saying, technology is kind of dry. Well, for some of us, actually, technology is pretty cool, right? But yes. for, the, for the masses of people, it's a very dry subject, right? I mean, like yesterday, I was talking to a guy who's actually a, a coder. And you start mm -hmm. talking with coders, and they just go nuts mm -hmm. about kind of the art behind it, you know, and, and some of the stuff like that. But, but to most people, something like computer code is boring, Right, I love that the dry bones of history, and you're bringing it to life. That's great imagery. I know you're a writer <laughs> by, <laughs> by using imagery like that. But it's um, you know, like you said, so many of us as entrepreneurs, it's the same thing. We're really excited about what we do. We know that it's it's important for people, but it's hard to actually capture and engage people. And the fact that people love stories. Right. So, so when you were saying the hero method at first, I'm like the hero method, that's kind of cool. And then you started saying stories and I'm like, ah, hero story. I bet here it comes. Here it comes. That's where it is. <laughs> yes. And actually, you know, thank you. Give me, I want to just take a moment to say, yeah, I think technology is really cool too. It is just, again, and, and this is just the classic problem of it. It's the way we talk about it, the way, and it's anything that we do. There's all kinds of, we, all of us, every entrepreneur has every right to be really proud of what they do. Mm -hmm. And to, but the problem is we are so immersed in what we do. We're bathing in, in all the details of what we do and they become normal. We become what's called habituation. And so we just think it's so basic and yet we're absolute experts at it. And we've forgotten what it's like to have beginner's mind, to not know all these details or not even really care about all those details. And that's really where our audience is, especially when we're first introducing them. And even, uh, you know, I, there's a whole, uh, I call it the decision journey that we, that hopefully we're guiding our audience through. But, um, but very rarely do they really want to know or need to know the details that, that really excite us about what, we, about what we have to offer. It's really about how can we help them get from where they are to where they want to be. That's really what our what our job is as marketers well and i love that you said that every profession has its exciting parts and it's really how we language it i mean i've talked to i taught i had a conversation with a coder specifically i don't know how to code i don't do math i don't do i turn my computer on that's as far as it goes and i was talking about coding and i said 
I just like how your brain works to put all these symbols together to get content is just stuff like that's fascinating to me. And he was quite the storyteller. And he explained to me in great detail how he does coding. And it was the most fascinating thing ever. And I know I could have asked somebody else in the company where three seconds in, I would have been like, I'm so sorry I asked this question. You know, uh, it, it, it is how we language things and how we tell stories. And I know, didn't you, Catherine, didn't you tell me you had an acting background as well? Yes. When you told people you were an actor, they thought that was the most exciting thing ever. And they wanted to hear about it because it's different, because it's exotic, because it's exciting. If you say yes. I'm a coder, people are like, oh. I wonder what that guy does, you know. Um, so how do you take this bare bones of a company and how do you shift that into the story to get people enthralled by it? Well, I, the very most important thing, the most important thing is that we need to let go of the belief and it's reinforced all over the place and it's in best practices marketing that we are the hero that our product is the hero, that our solution is the hero. We need to let go of that because um, the, the correct way, I would say, to look at it is, and the more effective way to look at it, is that your audience is uh, the hero on a quest to find the elixir that will heal their wounded land. Oh. So that's, again, this these motifs, right? And, Every, every great story, every, every blockbuster movie, every international best-selling novel, and every story across cultures and across time, there's the hero and there's the mentor, always the two. So your audience is the hero, you are mentor. You are, you are Obi-Wan Kenobi to your audience's Luke Skywalker, who needs to learn how to use the force, which is the elixir, in order to, and to master the force in order to make that million to one shot and, and make their world a better place, right? So it's this, it's this really important mental shift that needs to be made that when we realize we are our audience's mentor, offering them helpful insight and advice at every step of their journey, mm -hmm. all of a sudden everything changes. And so the, what we need to tell them changes because it isn't the story about our product. Right. It's, this, it's their story. I call it the story of transformation. It's about how do we, what's the story actually is about how we help them get from where they are from their wounded land. I call it the wounded land. How we help them get from the wounded land to the healed land. That's the story that's important. It's not the story of our product and how it came to be. And oh boy, right? We see pages and pages of the history of the product, you know, the about us page on websites, you know. <laughs> That's where, yeah, so, so that's not what's important. What's important, the About Us page should be about that story of transformation. What we're about is helping transform, uh, take you on a journey of transformation from, again, where you are to what you're already wanting and needing and yearning for. We understand that. And then we can take you there and then even beyond that. Because very often what your audience is wanting and needing and yearning for is just kind of even the beginning of what we all of us have to offer but that's where we need to connect with them. We need to connect with them based on where they are in their journey, not where we think they need to be. Well, that's where really this kind of a story approach varies significantly from, you know, I use the word corporate marketing, right? Mm -hmm. Because that's what, you know, most entrepreneurs kind of um, mimic corporate marketing, 
right? And usually the corporate marketing, the about us page, here's the features and benefits of our product. This yeah. is why we're so much better than our competition, blah, 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 right? right? And for most people, again, it's like, well, I really don't give a shit about the features and benefits. I'm trying to find this elixir to heal my wounded land. Where is it, right? And it, it shifts the focus from being about us to being about the client or the customer, right? Absolutely. Because when you're, when you're focusing on the hero and, and you know, you talked about, yeah, there's always a hero. The hero is your customer, right? There's always the mentor, the Yoda, the Obi-Wan Kenobi, whoever it is, right? That's helping the hero along. But there's also some other pieces to it as well, right? There's got to be the villain. You've got to have the, you know, the, uh, the, um, shadow you know yes yeah, some the, some the darth some, vader the darth yeah. vader yeah. the mm -hmm. the the lord sith you know anybody mm -hmm. there has to be that that villain in it as well and i'm guessing as well too right because we're talking about movies every movie that is successful has almost all of them have the hero's journey as the basic storyline yep. but there's ups and downs right so it's like as as soon as the hero kind of comes up then they come back down again, right? Because it won't hold our attention if everything is good or everything is bad. You have to kind of mix a lot of that stuff in. And I'm guessing, you know, kind of from a marketing standpoint, that's why there's the pleasure and the pain side of it that you're talking about as you're going through the journey as well, right? You're talking about the wounded land, how much it sucks to live in a land that doesn't produce anything. And then you start talking about the benefits. How would it be if you could find an elixir that would, you know, heal your land and you would have bountiful harvests after that point? I'm trying to use imagery too, right? Good, nice. <laughs> yeah. We can kind of geek out on this, right? I mean, yeah, already cool. I've been already I've been writing down. I'm like, oh damn, that's good alliteration. I like that. You, amazing. Jason forever uh, knows gonna be talking about his bountiful land. <laughs> bountiful land. <laughs> as i lord over my province oh god anyway but, but there we go there it is there it is but but i think that's kind of what what you're talking about right Catherine? so i mean how would maybe can can you give kind of an example of we've talked about the theory but how would a how would a business owner an entrepreneur maybe actually kind of put this into into practice for them right well, you know what I can do? I can actually give you an example. Yeah. Can I, can I actually read an example? Oh, I'd love great. that. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, um, it's a, it's, uh, we're, we're going to compare best practices, marketing and hero method approach. Okay. So what I'm going to read first is this is a person who learned the hero method and wrote this. They own a, a yoga studio and they wrote them themselves. Not one of these words is mine. This is all them writing it themselves. Tired of overcrowded classes that leave you feeling frustrated, bored, or injured? It doesn't have to be that way. Imagine yoga that makes you feel safe, strong, accomplished, and relaxed. Your experience begins before you get to the front door. You enter an oasis of palm trees, plants, and a flowing fountain. You open the door and you're greeted with welcoming smiles. The space is clean, bright, and smells pleasant. You settle in, you hear your instructor's voice, the rest of the world falls away. You indulge in your me time for the day. You enjoy the challenge of your class. The personalized direction you receive is priceless. 
You know you are staying safe and you feel stronger, more confident each week. After class, you re-enter re the day anew. You're refreshed with a sense of accomplishment and calm. Welcome to the Slow Body Experience. We'd love for you to feel this way too. Give us a call, 555-123-4567, and we'll be, and we'll help you get started. Okay, now, wow. just notice how you felt when you were taking mm -hmm. that in. Now notice this. This is an action, this is not, this is really pretty good copy using the best practices, features, advantages, benefits approach. This is a different yoga studio, and this is their uh, postcard. Our city's Yoga Alliance School was born out of the passion to share wellness. We believe in the integration of your physical, mental, and spiritual health to help you achieve the optimal state of well-being and balance. This is how we created your yoga classes and spa treatments. Our city's premier yoga and spa center, we are an oasis for relaxation and rejuvenation. The center is a place to play, explore, discover, and find your balance. We are a warm environment, often literally, and feature a variety of daily classes, male and female changing rooms with showers, a fresh juice bar, and a spacious classroom where you'll find a wealth of new friends and self-awareness. Which yoga studio would you want to go to? The first one. Yeah. yeah. And I don't happens. like yoga. And, I'm <laughs> and you don't like yoga, but you want to go there. <laughs> and I'm going to go there. They, they weaved, they, they, they're giving you an experience. Exactly, 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 exactly. Well, and I was going to say, because as you were talking before you gave the examples, I'm thinking, you know, when I was doing massage, it was, I offer deep tissue and trigger point to help you with your sports injuries and da, 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 da. So rather than talking about what I offer, ask what, you know, say what they're going to get from it. You're going to walk yes. out with your muscles relaxed and your worries and cares swept away and da, da, you know, so it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, and, 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 and as you were reading it too, I was noticing how many times the second one used the word we, we. We, 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 you, we, we, we. You know, I noticed one you in there. Yes. Whereas in the first one, it really was. It was talking about you and taking the person literally on a journey, using the words so that they could see, hear, and feel, right? Yes, yes. Focusing on the, uh, uh, the senses as yep. well. Yeah. So that you can actually envision yourself walking into the yoga mm -hmm. studio uh, versus the other one where it's just yeah. kind of talking at you, right? Exactly, exactly. So this is, uh, the, there's a lot of neurology in, in the background of the hero method as well. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, and so this is actually called, it's one of the most powerful things. And this is one of the things your listeners can take away. This is one of the most powerful things you can do to, I like to say, inspire rather than persuade, and heaven forbid, don't even go into manipulation. But to inspire your audience, there's a called mental simulations. And so what, what neurologists know is that when you were, when you were, uh, when I tell a story, when you were listening to that, neurons were firing in your head as if it was happening to you. It literally is the, the experience is being simulated. And when we have this, you are, trust me, months from now, you're going to remember this postcard copy yeah. because you've had the experience. When we have the experience, it's not just reading and words coming in and you know going out. It's actually an experience. And when we have that experience, it's incredibly powerful. That's probably the most powerful thing we can do is create an experience with our content, not share information.
Right. Well, and then the other thing that inspires a business owner to do is make sure they actually give you that experience. Because yes. I'm saying, you know, if you show up and there's no palm trees and there's a trash can and there's a homeless guy and there's puke you got to step over <laughs> and then the receptionist is like, well, I can be What a story you want to get. You want to tell yeah, that you know, story. you're like, oh, that's, the postcard was so wrong. You know, so <laughs> come on for your yoga class. You know, she's smoking and there's like. <laughs> it's like the mom from Thrill Mama from the train or something. I'll be your yoga instructor for the day. Right, yeah. Stand on now. Um. My boyfriend just slow turn to see what in the world I was doing. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's keeping you accountable for um, giving them a good experience and making sure that you're living up to uh, that journey after the marketing. Because, yeah, you can get them in the studio and then they go, oh, yeah, that's not right. So that's, that's fabulous. It's, it's going past the marketing then. Absolutely. Well, this is this is one of the aspects of it is that it brings up the question, what is the elixir? I mean, there's actually here's the details of the elixir. Yeah. And so the elixir is, you know, if, is it, you know, um, you know, somebody's basement, um, you know, next to a garbage dump? Or is it this, you know, have we created this, you know, really lovely, peaceful place? What, what's the what is the elixir? Yeah. And I have an idea for a yoga studio now. A basement near a garbage dump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like trash yoga. Smells bad. Are you tired of those nice places that smell good? <laughs> we call it hot. It's, it's hot and stinky yoga. Hot and stinky yoga. I love it. I love yoga. it. Hot and stinky yoga. Yeah, very good. And only in the summer in like New York. You know, yeah. when, so when you the weather the rats, is just hot the rats and horrible. And everything yeah. too. Yeah. It's like goat yeah. yoga, but we use rats. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, and it's, and it's funny because too, as we were talking, you know, I mean, at the beginning we talked about, I mean, you used to write for Britannica, right? And, and the whole historical fiction stuff, mm. you know, whether again, that's, that's, that's book or if it's, if it's, you know, there's a lot of historical fiction-ish shows and movies and other things like that as well. And, you know, why people are, I was one of those nerds that actually read the encyclopedias, you know, when I was a kid, you were to, yeah, I know. Mm. But, but so many people, you know, they do get their history lesson by reading historical novels, by watching these movies or TV series about historical events, um, because it's a more enjoyable way to, for people usually to be able to consume and get the information, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so just the same thing, you know, it's, it's a much more enjoyable way for them to read one of these, you know, hero method uh advertisements the wrong word but marketing piece yes. right much more enjoyable for them uh to do that it's that experiential that you're talking about and again if they feel good after going through that experience i'm guessing they're going to feel good towards your whatever it is that you're selling as well right absolutely that's a really 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 good point jason because um basically the summary of the point i'm going to make is every buy is an emotional buy yeah. We are not rational decision makers. We really aren't. Human beings just simply aren't. There's no research that shows we make decisions based on, you know, logic. It is about how do we feel about this product? How do we feel? This is yeah. why people stand in line to go read, you know, if, if, the, if there was another Harry Potter book coming out, man, people would line up around the, the block, right? Mm -hmm. uh, same thing with, uh, you know, I don't know, the latest Star Wars, right? It's just like, 
people line up around the block to go see that again and again. And, and this is all because of how they feel about it. And also because, oh, by the way, those stories and are also very much the hero's journey stories, very much based on that. Yeah. So we are, but it's the emotional, it's the emotional connection to the, the gadget, you know, the next Apple thing, right? It's, uh, you know, people line up because there's an emotional connection to the company that, that Apple has very carefully developed, that emotional relationship with their, with their audience. Absolutely. Well, so, I think, yeah. and I think what you said, you know, that emo an emotional or um, every buy is an emotional buy. That's an important thing that people need to get through their head because I've mm -hmm. actually done, there's a lot of empirical evidence, actual scientific research yeah. to prove that point as well. Mm -hmm. um, that, you know, six to seven seconds before we actually consciously make a decision, it, it's already gone off in the back of our brain and our subconscious. Yeah. And there's been yep. several studies that kind of back that up, that it's always, it's an emotion that causes us to make a decision and we make the decision subconsciously before we ever even recognize it consciously. So the right. more and that you then, can bring the emotion into it, right, the better. Because people are going to use emotion to make decisions. Yeah. Absolutely. And then I, then, then I think the thing that makes us believe that we're rational is what happens. It's called confirmation bias. Mm -hmm. yep. So what we'll do is we'll find the facts to support the emotional decision. And then we'll say, oh, I just made a very smart choice because, you know, this isn't this. <laughs> but so if, you know, our own brain fools us into thinking, what a good boy am I? Um, and I'm so rational and I'm so smart, but actually it was an emotional decision. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've had people come up to me after my talks and I set out all my books and they go, this was the greatest talk. I want one of every book. I'm not going to read them, but I have to have them. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm not going to be like, no, now you said you weren't going to read them. So I don't want to make that say, you know, but it's true. People get excited about, yes. I've yes. done that too. You oh, stand sure. in line, you get signed by the author and then you get home and you go, did this. I do that? You know, well, uh, Add it to the stack of books that hold my computer up high enough. You know, um, so I know, Catherine, people can work with you individually. Uh, I also know you have a, an amazing book. So tell us about the amazing book. So the amazing book is uh, available on Amazon. Um, and just go and search out the hero method. And they've got two versions, one's for tech companies Ooh. and one's for small businesses. Um, and yeah, and if you're a Prime member, you can get the Kindle version free. Mm. So that's that's a cool deal. Um, and um, what else did I want to say? No, that's, oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, I know what I want to say. So the yoga uh, postcard that we liked, yeah, that was written by somebody who read the book, never worked with me personally. Just, read, just read the book read the and book. then she did it. Yeah. So that's how effective the book is. It'll actually teach you how to write content like that. Well, and I think it's an, an important thing too, right? For, for everybody, cause I'm an Amazon prime member. So I'm gonna go download it too, right? Hey, nice. you know, wish I could give you a few dollars for it. So send me your PayPal account or something. I don't know. But, <laughs> no but the, uh, <laughs> but the, uh, the, the point is the reason that yoga studio owner got value from the book is he or she actually sat down and implemented what you were telling them. Right. So, so that's an important thing. We can read all the books that we want to, but if you don't actually take action and, and try to do it, try to incorporate what you're learning into what you're doing, 
then you know it's it's as good as all of those books that we buy and have the author sign and they just sit on the shelf or hold up our computer so you have actually got a you know Catherine's giving you good stuff folks now you got to actually go out and try to start implementing it well and like anything it's like you can join the gym you still have to go you can sign up for some dating service you still have to swipe you know it's it's like you, it, it is about that taking action and we have so many phenomenal guests on where i don't know about you jason but i've actually put some of their practices in into motion and being that i'm kind of in the midst of launching my coaching practice i know what i'm doing after the show is i'm getting the book <laughs> <laughs> because i need to make sure that my copy sounds like that journey uh, that sounds like that 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 story because that's who i am anyway so Catherine. Yeah, I think it's, yeah, it's a really, really good fit for you. It's yeah. a natural fit for you. I think too, the other thing I just want to say is yeah. that a lot of people, a lot of entrepreneurs procrastinate about marketing because I, I do feel that, you know, you just, it just feels uncomfortable and icky, like putting ourselves as a hero doesn't feel right. And what I've found in working with, uh, with entrepreneurs is when you switch that role and now you're a mentor, and now you're writing from that point of view. Yeah. And now all of a sudden the writing is, is flowing because that actually feels like a true and natural relationship now yeah, with the audience, rather than saying, hey, look at me, I'm so great. It's like, hey, look at you on your journey. Aren't you great? And here's like this way that I can help you, you know, in the next step and the next step. So it, it changes the relationships. So it changes the way you feel about doing marketing and about writing marketing. Yeah. Um, I'd like to, if I can, I'd like to offer your audience a gift as well. Yes. Um, we love gifts. And it actually, it ties into, I've got a little visual here. It ties into what we were just talking about. It's the, it's called the decision journey. Can you see this? Yep. It's yeah. working there. So this is the wounded land and this is the quest and this is the elixir and this is the mastery and that's the healed end. So this is their journey briefly. And so this is the hero's journey, their, their decision journey. And this is, you as mentor over here. And so what I've, I've created an ebook that I would love to share with your audience. And it basically takes you through this to create the marketing framework that will actually reach out that what are you going to do to reach out to your audience mm -hmm. and guide them through their quest and into mastering your elixir and becoming long-term loyal customers. So it's, a, it's a, a book that'll take them step by step through actually creating um, and it, I call it, it's maybe your sales funnel, but it's their decision journey. So it's about how to create a marketing plan, a marketing framework that will guide your audience through their decision journey. So all they have to do is go to uh, www.theheromethod.com forward slash decision journey, and they can get that gift. So yeah. it was the, it was the hero method.com forward slash decision journey decision journey one word yeah all right yeah. Great. and we'll have that in the show notes and i'll have a little uh if everyone's watching it'll go tick, 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 tick across the bottom of the screen oh, cool. too. wonderful yeah yeah, oh, yeah. great so great jason you have a thought well i was just uh, you know just because uh, i know we're kind of wrapping up on time too but it's it's um you know i like what you said there at the end because so many business owners don't market because they feel icky about it right and, and so, so the, that whole idea that you were just saying of switching it from us or, you know, or we to the hero journey takes a lot of the ickiness out of it. And, and the reality is, I mean, one of my mentors just hits this home all the time. He's like, you know, you're, 
you're, you're, if you're an entrepreneur, your primary job is marketing. Mm-hmm. And if you don't market, then you just have a hobby. You don't have a business. And so for a lot of people that are, you know, struggling as entrepreneurs, it's because they're not marketing. And if they're not marketing because they feel icky about marketing, then try something like the hero method where you don't have to feel icky about it. What you're providing is that elixir to people. And people are looking for that because they do have the wounded land that needs to be healed. Right. And so if what you have can help them, you're actually doing them a disservice by not telling them the elixir exists. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the other thing about this, that's really interesting and it's been proven over and over again and really measurable is when you actually use the hero method, you can see it in that example, you use the hero method and you don't have to sell. Yeah. People yeah. just, you know, I, I, people, you're just going to go to that yoga studio. Um, people are just going to start showing up and over and over, like people will write their web content. And all of a sudden this website that used to just kind of sit in the ether of getting crickets, people are calling them now because of what they've read on the website. So it actually does a lot of the selling for you because you're creating that authentic connection. You're creating that emotional connection. You're helping them feel good. Even, you know, whatever that was, that emotion, you were feeling good when you were reading that. And that's that positive emotion that people, okay, at least even if it's a more complicated sell, it's okay, tell me more. And now you just keep giving them that positive, emotional, authentic human to human connection. And they'll just want to do business with you. It, it just works that way. So incredible. All right. We have once I, we could talk all day about this. This is so good. I love our <laughs> guests. Catherine, you've been amazing. Um, Catherine, why don't you tell everybody where to reach you? I know that you mentioned the website already, but let's tell everybody again. So it's theheromethod.com. You can reach me there. Uh, or info at theheromethod.com is my email. Um, and yeah, so you can go to the website. You can go get the book at Amazon, The Hero Method um, at Amazon. And those are different ways to, or theheromethod.com forward slash decision journey. Mm-hmm. Are, there's a bunch of different options about how you can lean in and learn more about the hero method. Well, I know so Kathy was on your podcast too. So you have a podcast as well too, right? No, I don't. I don't. Oh, I, don't. don't. Yeah, I realized no. as I was saying that we had such an awesome conversation. I couldn't remember yes. if we were doing it. If you didn't, okay. Right. Because I was like, no, if you've got a podcast, we want to get that on here too. Okay. Oh, thank yeah. you. No, we just had a really awesome conversation that <laughs> that went for quite a while. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, so I, I suddenly had this. Was that a show? It should have been a show. It was a really yeah, good conversation. It should have been. It yeah. was. It was a good conversation. <laughs> anyway, all right. It. We should wrap. I am Kathy Groover. I can be reached at kathygroover.com. And I'm Jason Mefford. I can be reached at jasonmefford.com. So go out, everybody. Have a fabulous week. Start figuring out how you can start incorporating the hero method in your organization as well and help those people, help those people that need your help. And we'll catch you on a future episode of the Fire and Earth Podcast. See ya. See ya.